Okay, let's do this. As we go into the world of the haters. Don't be hating. Just living the dream. I love that. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! What is she doing? I never know what she's doing back there. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Watson takes a snap, rolls right, looks at the end zone. Hunter and Bo caught it. Touchdown! 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 With a second left, Watson hits Renfro. And Clemson grabs a 34-31 lead and is one second away from the second national championship in school history. It's my pleasure to present the national championship trophy to Coach Davo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers. You see, he was angry that day, my friends. Like an old man trying to send back soup in a deli. Stands head and shoulders over everybody else. He is a world champion on his own. He is actually 6'5 with the Afro 6'9. Pretty good dribbler. All you do is dribble. I have to dribble. If I give it to you, you just shoot. You're a chucker. <laughs> That's right. Every time you get the ball, you shoot. I can't believe you called me a chucker. No way I'm a chucker. I do not chuck. Never chuck. Never have chucked. Never will chuck. No chuck. <laughs> you chuck. Barry takes a shotgun snap, back to pass. Here comes pressure, and he's down. Farrell gets him, sacks him all the way back at the eight-yard line. Booyah! That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. There was a time in this country when sports were revered. But people today, their values are all out of whack. All around the clock, sports all the time. That's the concept of the news. Oh, that's never going to work. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Hey, good afternoon on this Wednesday. It is the final day of May. It is 2017. We are safe. We are sound here inside the Blue Ridge Security Solutions Studios. Back at 105.5 The Roar. Happy to be back in action on a sunsplash beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Getting you closer to the start of the Clemson Regional coming up this weekend. Going to be talking about some of that today. If you want to talk about it with us, give us a buzz, 654-7627. The phone number, 654-ROAR. Hanging out with Ben Milstead. I am Roy Philpott, NBA Finals coming up. I do want to revisit this conversation that we tried to get into, I believe it was early last week, maybe even the, the end of the previous week before. This has been on the agenda now for the last 10 days or so. Uh, getting into Clemson special teams. We went over the depth chart. Line item by line item, almost like going through your vicious tax returns each and every year. And uh, we went through it on offense and on defense. We threatened to talk about it on special teams. I, I do want to finally get there today to mix in some college football if we can. So if that's on your agenda today, it's on ours as well. Uh, also coming up on the show, our good friend Daniel Shirley, sports editor of the Macon Telegraph. He joins us coming up at 125. We look forward to catching up with him. Going to talk some Clemson baseball and some other things going on down in the state of Georgia. Always a fun conversation. NBA Finals coming up and a lot more to get into as well. Doing okay today? Looks oh, like yeah. you're doing well. I'm just peachy. Upper management busy right now. You got stuff going on. What's going on? Oh, we have all kinds of great things going on. You Can't know, I tell feel, you. I, I can I, tell I, you, but then I have to kill you. I, I feel like um, yesterday we, we talked... 
a lot of sports, and I, I, I really didn't even ask you, at least on air, what you did for Memorial Day or what that was like with the family, like what went on. So I, I I do want to reconnect maybe today if we can do some of that. Cause I, Let's I connect, some, man. Huh? Let's connect. You want to connect? Not reconnect because we haven't connected in a while. I had something very strange that happened that I want to get into, and, and maybe I can seek your advice or the advice of our listeners on it. It was very, very strange. It was actually Monday. I'll get to that in a minute. But you had a good holiday. I didn't even ask you about your weekend or what was going on, what you guys did. So I, I really don't even know. So I wanted to start today maybe there so we could kind of you know reconnect as we like to do. I, uh, yeah, you know, I like to, I like to camp in the old RV. So we camping. Yeah. I went camping up above, uh, see, where were we above Franklin, North Carolina, kind of between Franklin and Cherokee. Beautiful part of the country. It was nice and cool up there. Uh, so it was, went there with, took, you know, with my family, of course, and then some really good friends of ours that we camp with, um, you know, about once a year. You have those friends that, and now I have a lot of great friends, don't get me wrong, but there are some, and, I, and several, again, several that fall into this category where you can go long stretches of time and you don't see each other. You might text back and forth, you know, once a week, every other week, but then you get together and it's like, you've spent every day of your life together. I love you, friends like that. You just that. pick up right where you left I off. I love friends like that. Those are the best. They are the best. So those are the, the friends that that we typically go hang out with. Um, and we did, and it was a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. So did absolutely nothing. Just nothing. Awesome. And that's kind of one of the best things to do over a holiday weekend. We recognize why we honor and celebrate to a bit of an extent Memorial Day, but we also enjoy a little bit of time off in the process. The place had a uh, had an had an outdoor swimming pool that was sixty nine degrees. That's like river water for reason to the point that went running one morning, kind of uh, tweak tweak my knee. I just sat on the steps of the pool and iced my knee that way. <laughs> Swear to God, good way to go. <laughs> just just sat in the pool like that's how you iced your knee. It was that cold. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. A lot of fun. What did you do? I uh, went hiking, went up to Table Rock on Memorial Day itself. You it don't strike me as a hiker. Oh, I love to hike. I've always what? been a big hiker. Yeah, you need to get to know me right now. How long now. have we worked together? Uh, a long time. <laughs> you I didn't mean, know that about me? I eight, love Table Rock. Eight, nine, ten years now? Yeah, you didn't know that? I have never, ever heard you mention hiking. Two of my favorite places on the planet, Table Rock, USA, and, and Zion National Park out in southern Utah. Never heard of either of those. You know about Table Rock. You know yeah, about Table well, Rock. Well, yeah, of course. Okay, but Zion. I've never heard you mention. Zion is incredible. No, we went up uh, We went up Table Rock, had a good time. Got back home Monday. I, I just want to see your reaction to this because this is, the most, this is one of the most random things that's ever happened to me in my life. And it got to the point where it was borderline freaky because of how it happened. You ready for this? I'm sitting in my office Monday. This is Memorial Day. This is probably right before dinner, right before dusk, around that time. This is, I don't know, it's probably like 6.30, maybe 5.30, maybe 5.30 Monday, Memorial Day. Sit in my office, and I, I've got this uh, black leather chair right adjacent uh -huh. to my desk. Right. Right, where a lot of times it's the most comfortable seat in the house, and you go sit in there, and it, it almost automatically wants to put you to sleep. Mid-century modern, of course. If you've ever seen this chair, you would absolutely love it. Mid-century <laughs> Mid mod, you would love it. I'm picturing, I'm picturing the LeBron James style chair that's on ESPN no, and the little spoof no, it's commercial. Not like that. No, it's very, it's sleek. 
it's very uh, minimalistic in nature, but it's really comfortable, especially, you know, you incline it back and it goes back. Anyway, so I'm sitting in the chair and I think my daughter's like doing something on the computer. They're playing Microsoft Paint or whatever. And I get a text from a number that is not programmed in my phone. It's some random phone number and it's a picture. You know, like how they do on the Snapchat, you got the filters and you yeah. can change faces with like somebody else. You know what I'm talking about? Those yeah. filters that change faces. Is, it's been really popular. I, I'm not, I don't really do Snapchat, so it's never been my thing. But I get this text and it's a picture of, I don't know, I, I don't know how old the girl was, but it, it was a girl and, and she was holding a baby pig and her face and the pig's face were interchanged. And it's, <laughs> it's really hard for me to describe this yeah. image, but it was one of the freakiest looking things I've ever seen in my life. And it's one of those things where you get and you look and you're like, okay, number one, it's random and really weird and awkward to get a text from some unknown person. In general, and then it's really weird to get a text that has a picture like that. And it wasn't to the point where it was cute. It was like it looked a little distorted, and like uh -huh. somebody's trying to mess with you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So it was, and it was to the point that you couldn't figure out who that person was by looking at the face. No, not because at all. That app works amazingly well. It's a very strange they app. It can make it look like you are related to a pig. I, I, I don't like it. So the pig's <laughs> face. It's almost like a, bind, a bad Seinfeld episode. The pig's face was on the girl's face, and the girl's face was minimized, and it was on the pig's So she's holding a baby pig. And, and the expression on both of the mammals there, it looked really, really weird. It's not a pig if you recognize it. Right. So I look at it. I'm like, I don't know what this is. And then about six or seven minutes later, a text comes in, and it says, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> And I'm just thinking to myself, I don't really understand this, but okay, I just pushed that to the side for about 10 minutes. Oh, the story doesn't end here. Oh, boy. All right. Straight out of Freakville, I go upstairs. Uh, we, you know, we just gotten back from Table Rock, so I'm, I'm nasty. I'm going to take a shower before we eat or something. That's what I'm thinking. So I go upstairs, and I'm getting ready to take a shower. And so I, you know, I turn on the water or whatever, and I check my phone. And there's another text from this number. And so I'm thinking, you know, I, I, I didn't respond to the previous text. Obviously, this person realized they texted me and it wasn't the person they intended to text initially. And now you're sending me another text. So it pops up in a way on my iPhone where it says, you know, you, you've got an image there. Right. And so I'm, I'm a little freaked out by it because I don't want to know what this is. I pull up the image. I don't even know how to describe it. It wasn't what was sent to me previously. It was the picture of a bathroom, freshly tiled bathroom, and there's a white sink, uh -huh. and popping up out of the sink is what appeared to be like a fat-headed mannequin with black hair and the eyes cut out, and then it looked like it had real human hands trying to get out of the sink, and that's all it was. That was the only thing that was in the text. What the? As I get into the bathroom, get ready to take a shower. And it, I, I just looked at it, and it, I mean, it makes my hair stand up right now just thinking about it. I was like, I'm looking around. I'm like, who's looking at me? What, does somebody know I'm just in here? What just happened? <laughs> it really kind of freaked me out. And so I responded uh, by the text. I'm like, do not text this number again. <laughs> do not text it again. It's one of the weirdest pictures I've ever seen on top of the pig face being exchanged with the girl's face.
all in the span of about 30 minutes. Don't text me back. Never heard back. Does that make any sense to you at all? Has this happened to anybody else? The random text message images. I mean, it's so strange. How many therapy sessions has it taken? I mean, I kind of thought about it for a good solid <laughs> hour afterwards. You're, you're a little freaked out just talking about I it. I am a little freaked out. I mean, if you got something like this, wouldn't that kind of freak you out? Yes. Especially if I'm in the bathroom when I get it. Oh, my God. Somebody just sent that. That's it. That's the picture. <laughs> no, that's the picture. That what? is the picture right there. They just sent it on the text line. That's from a different number. That's the picture. Yeah, that's the picture. So whoever that person is right there, they just sent it here. That's freaky. Is that not the freakiest picture you've ever seen? That is really, really freaky. <laughs> is that, it's really freaky. Okay. That's the first one. Let's see if somebody has the second one. The, uh, the, uh, the girl is freaky. I mean, because she has a pig nose, obviously. Yeah, the pig's kind of cute. <laughs> I mean, pig's kind of cute. That's the exact picture. Let's see if that person has the other one. And if so, maybe that explains it. Maybe this is like some kind of running, ongoing text host. You just randomly send that to people. Yes, just a freak. I mean, that's a little freaky, though, if you're just sitting there looking at it. That's a little freaky to see that, isn't it? Yes. Okay, thank you. Somebody was probably pranking me. Since then, I have changed my number, and I've moved Mm -hmm. on past it, but I thought it was a little strange. How would you handle a situation like that? Actually, I called the number. I called the number to see who it was, and it was was not a, you know, the normal computerized voicemail answer, but uh, it was... It was, uh, you know, a higher pitched voice. It was a little strange, not identifying who the person was. I'm, I mean, this with all the love and affection that I, that you know that I have for you, but <laughs> you I, I'm imagining back. you were angry about this. You're calling angry. the number. Who are you? Why are you texting me? Absolutely. Yeah i I would probably respond with, uh, you know, pictures of my own, <laughs> just <laughs> randomness for the next seventeen days. Just, uh, <laughs> just yes. That's how you would answer. Maybe that's yeah, what I should have done as well. That. <laughs> that is kind of weird. Though. I have gotten pictures before that are... Uh, uh, I was actually at a sporting event one time, and I th- somebody texted me there where they were seated, but I didn't recognize the number, and I kind of ignored it, and then I texted them back like, okay, well, you know, maybe that is somebody who knows I'm at this sporting event or whatever. And I texted them back, and they never responded to the point that I walked to those seats. This was years ago. I walked to those seats to see if I recognized who it was sitting in that particular section because it just bothered me that, you know, you start thinking, okay, is that a wrong number? But then again, maybe, you know, maybe it's my uncle that I don't have his number in, or, you know, maybe it's a friend that I really want to see. Let's figure out who it is. But they texted to me i texted back and then they didn't respond to me so i had to walk over and find out who it was could have been a they could have been a completely different but you never found event. out who it was no it wasn't anybody i read you didn't know so very strange so yes i let things like that bother me as well yeah but i mean i i don't know that it bothered me for all that long oh you were mad i was a bit angry by it it's very strange <laughs> i mean it's, it's just it's kind of a random thing to get that you you need to see the other picture and then I think maybe the story would resonate a little bit better, and then we can post those on Twitter, and people can freak out themselves. Look, I don't, I can deal with clowns. I don't like mannequins. I'm just putting it well, out I, there. I mean, it was, it was, it was bizarre. It was a freaky looking thing coming Especially, out of a sink. Yeah, I don't. Nothing needs to come out of a sink. Everything it, it goes was coming into out of the, the sink, sink with hands, like trying to crawl out of the sink. Oh no! Yeah, everything comes goes into a sink, not out. Very strange stuff. 
going to get into some sports coming up in our next segment. Clemson Regional this weekend. Daniel Shirley coming up, hour number two. I'd rather uh, talk about this kind of stuff. You'd rather talk about the freaky stuff? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a freaky week, as a matter of fact. Really? A lot of, lot of strange Anything things else you need to share? Yeah, no. No, I, I you know, had, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, had a little, just, you know, you, when you have little things that just annoy the heck out of you. Yeah. Had multiple of situations like that yesterday one including a uh riding my little bike last night around the upstate gotcha and a uh a 15 year old who's a very good cyclist we were doing everything we were supposed to do right he had an accident he had a pretty severe accident um didn't involve a car or anything as standing on the side of a of a rural road waiting on him to be uh taken care of you know the white truck and white trailer going down Five Forks Road about seven o'clock last night. And Anderson decided to buzz us and uh, give us the word number. We're number one. And oh wow! I, I would just like those jerk faces to know that was a fifteen-year-old that was standing there with a you know laying there with a concussion. So it's been that kind of week, Roy. I understand. It's the off season. <laughs> it is the off season. No doubt about it. First. First hour today uh, brought to you by our good friends at ZipRecruiter, online at ZipRecruiter.com, where the time is now for you to fill that vacancy at your uh, company or medium or small size business. It doesn't matter. ZipRecruiter has got your back. And what we're talking about is this. With one click, you can send your job opening to 100 plus job sites, to social media networks like Facebook and Twitter. It's so easy to do. And in minutes, qualified candidates start pouring into ZipRecruiter's ultra easy to use interface. And yes, it is that easy. Identify, highlight, screen the right candidates as quickly as humanly possible. No phone calls, no crazy calls to the office. You can find the right candidate right now. The comfort of your own home, even, ZipRecruiter.com. And right now you can post that job opening for free online at ZipRecruiter.com slash play. We encourage you to check it out at ZipRecruiter.com slash play. One more time, to post your job opening free of charge, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash play. The best in the business. Appreciate their sponsorship at uh, ZipRecruiter.com. Talk some college football coming up. You want to mix in some Clemson baseball, the Clemson Regional coming up this weekend. Noon, the very first game Friday between Vanderbilt and St. John's, the two and the three seed. Clemson and UNCG, the nightcap at 7 o'clock. The winners, of course, square off on Saturday. We'll be talking about those matchups as we go through. Kyle Wright in town, who could be the number one pick in this year's MLB draft as the ace for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Tim Corbin makes his return. Coach Hampton at St. John's, the third baseman at Clemson back in the day in the early 1990s. So this series, or this regional this weekend, has got all kinds of ties here to the area, which is always nice as well. Back with much more here in our first hour after this. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try one of the $4 breakfast biscuit combos. Four different combos, only $4 each. Available for a limited time only. It's bow time. King Pallet Company in Liberty is hiring first shift laborers at $82.50 a day. Great pay at $82.50 per day. King Pallet Company, 843-2448. That's 843-2448. Guess what, Friday? Thursday is coming for you. You've been the best day of the week for far too long. But now every Thursday, Buffalo Wild Wings sells boneless wings at a discounted price. That's right, Friday. Thursday's looking real confident. And it's not afraid to use partial-priced wings to be the big man on the calendar. Boneless Thursdays. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. Prices and participation vary. See participating locations for details. Void were prohibited. Life insurance. You know you need it. But do you have enough? 
85% of U.S. consumers agree they need it, but only 44% of United States households have individual life insurance, an all-time low. When asked why they didn't have life insurance, many said, nobody asked me about it. Well, make no mistake, I'm asking you today. Maybe it's because the process can be difficult. Maybe it's because the process can be frustrating. But as an independent insurance broker, we have all the best plans and rates. Life insurance is not for the people who die. It's for the people who live. Life insurance helps us protect what matters most, our family. Call us today to get a free quote, 467-8738. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make life insurance easier. McNeely's Store and Rental is your Clemson Grand Rental Station. We are right here for you locally in Clemson on Tiger Boulevard. Don't let your summer list get you down. We have it all, from renting scaffolding, stump grinders, pressure washers, mini excavators, skid steers, and so much more. Check out our full rental catalog at McNeelyStoreAndRental.com or call today and make your reservation at 864-654-9187 right in Clemson on 980 Tiger Boulevard. Hey, this is Joseph from Local Q inviting you to come try our famous house smoke wings. Tossed in our signature barbecue rub, these wings are sure to leave an impression. Pick between any of our 10 sauces, including a blueberry chipotle barbecue, coconut curry, and inferno for the daring. We also offer great lunch specials Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and a unique brunch menu Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Visit us at 30 Orchard Park Drive, Suite 7, or online at www.localq.com. Remember, Local Q is 21 and up at all times with a valid ID. You owe it to yourself to check out Purple Haze of Anderson in their brand new location. Voted the Upstate's best piercing studio, Purple Haze is now at 3448 Cinema Avenue in Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Body jewelry, glassware, tapestries, incense, candles and posters, and award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze, 3448 Cinema Avenue, Anderson, next to Dazzlers and behind Grady's. Look for a new Clemson location coming soon. Imagine the warm sun, the cool spray, and a hot new Sea-Doo watercraft to speed into summer. With models starting at $52.99, our Sea-Doo lineup ranges from family to ferocious. Head to Foothills Motorsports right off I-85 in Piedmont, South Carolina now to purchase yours during our Ready to Ride event, and you will get a rebate of up to $500 on select 2016 models. The fun starts at Foothills Motorsports. Summer's almost here. Where is your Sea-Doo? Other conditions and restrictions may apply. See dealer for details. Roy Philpott on WCCP. I'll do my job. You people better start doing yours. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. All right, first half of the show continues back at 105.5 The Roar. Despo Turner on Twitter. I don't like that. It's giving us the heebie-jeebies right now. I don't like that one. That picture's right there. The picture that I just referenced in our first segment is right there. Ben responded to it just freaky with a couple of exclamation points on the end of it. That's exactly... Well, I I take that back. It's not the exact picture, but it's fairly close. Can you describe this for everybody, please? And, And look... Check it out right now on Twitter to see for yourself. But describe this picture and see see if you can do it better than me. Number one, don't send me that evil again. 
Number two, it's a an eyeless, soulless clown face coming out of a sink with human hands in front of it. Um, oh, look, cute little teddy bear over on the side of the sink. No, I, I, I'm not down with that whatsoever. The one that was sent to me was not the clown face. It was, I, I mean, I, I really, it wasn't a clown. It was like a person that didn't have eyes and had black hair. So it was more of a female variety, but it was even freakier than the clown. Yeah, it, no, I, there's nothing more freaky than a, than a clown coming out of a sink with no eyes. That's that's pretty much the the uh, top of the freaky chart right there. Thank you. At least you understand now where I was coming from with this. You understand now, right? I'm not I'm not as big of an idiot as what you thought when I told you the story. Well, I mean, not because of that, but but yeah, nah. uh, Well, no, you're not an idiot. Uh, I just think it's I think it's cute that you get mad about it that somebody accidentally said it. Kind of freaked me out. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I duly noted. All right, very good. Six five four seven six two seven. Our phone number. First hour brought to you by My Garage by Essex. Go by and see Lester and Company right there at five fifty one Old Greenville Highway in Clemson, and they're going to fix your car up no matter what the issue is. Their team of mechanics has over a hundred years of combined experience in the automotive repair industry. They specialize in computer diagnostics and engine repairs. The strong focus on preventive and scheduled maintenance, suspension works, brakes, AC, heating, and more. The check engine light is on in your vehicle. Go by and see our good friends at My Garage by Essex, 551 Old Greenville Highway, 633-5800. They're open until 6 o'clock. Go online right now. You can schedule your appointment. And, yes, it is that easy at My Garage by Essex, online at mygarage.us. That's the magic website. Don't take your vehicle to Greenville. Don't take it to Seneca or even Atlanta or Charlotte in case you've got one of those I don't know, maybe fancier than thou vehicles. My Garage by Essex can handle it for you. Their laser alignment system, the best in the country, literally. Go by and see our good friends at My Garage by Essex. You don't have to take your car elsewhere. It's right here in Clemson, some of the best mechanics in the South. So your phone call is coming up if you want to talk with us. Some college football coming up if you want to talk with us. And in fact, let's start that right now. We're about an hour out from Daniel Shirley. We'll mention some of this to him as well. The special teams front, we really haven't gone down that corridor just yet on this show. And I wanted to when we did the offense and defense conversations a few weeks back. We didn't get there. Are you at least interested in that right now at the end of May? Is that anywhere on the Ben Milstead upper management Clemson sports properties engineer radar? I'm interested in anything football related. Uh I'd be lying if I said I woke up this morning thinking about Clemson special teams, though. But you would realize and concede right now that that is more important, arguably, this year than what it has been recently, given the losses from this program, especially on the offensive side. If you're going to make up some hidden yards, Mm -hmm. this would be one way to do it in 2017. It's been a long time since you were in a ball game uh, of, of significance where you felt like Clemson had the advantage, especially in the punting game. You need to be able to flip the field at times. You need to be able to play that field position game next year. And I I feel really good about Will Spires and everything I've heard. Don't give it all away just yet. Well, is is there anybody else? I mean, (laughs) I don't know that you're really giving it away when it's, uh, you know, like, punter, party of one, your table's ready. (laughs) You know, I mean, who else is there? Um, well, the answer is no one, but I don't like it when you sorry. know everything before I get ready to give it to you, and you do. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the worst-kept secret over there. That, right. 
Um, that's been in the works for the last 18 months. So I'm excited about that, but also recognize the need in that, that you have the ability to flip a field on a team. You, you, you don't lose yardage when both teams go three and out. You gain yardage. I think that is very important going into next season. Very important. When you lose a player like Deshaun Watson, you've got to find a way to maybe make up some of those lost yards. In reality, you're probably not even going to be able to do that. If Kelly Bryant steps in and rushes for 120 yards per game, you're still probably going to suffer from a loss of yards compared to where you've been the last two to three seasons. It's a massive issue replacing that kind of production. It's not only Deshaun Watson's, uh, Deshaun Watson, rather, it's Mike Williams, it's Wayne Gallman, it's Jake Guillermo, who recently has signed uh, with the CFL team, so we wish him nothing but the best up north. It's that collective group that seemed to have this built-in tremendous chemistry mm-hmm. right out of the gate. Chances are in 2017, your offense is not going to be as prolific as what it's been the last couple of seasons when you lose arguably the greatest player in the history of the school and the most important position on the field, a quarterback. Correct. And that's why I think the, the field position could be – you've been able to get away with it for the last couple of years because really all you wanted to do was be able to get the ball back and in a lot of games, you didn't really even care where it was on the field. Just get the ball back in the hands of the offense. I I do think, uh, as I said, that field position becomes could potentially become really important this year. Um, you know, so it's Deshaun Watson. Even though he has nothing to do with special teams, your confidence in his abilities kind of negated the need for that in a strange kind of way. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And I would agree a thousand percent. Absolutely. So you got to make up for this somehow. If you plan on still being in the college football playoff conversation come November. And really that's been the goal from day one that we've talked about here. My goal for this team this year, you know, just being honest, if you could tell me right now, the calendar hits November one and they're still in the playoff mix, AKA they've got one loss or, or less I would take that. I think that's a pretty good spot to be in, given that Florida State comes to Death Valley Saturday, November 11th. So that means something. That that means a lot. Well, to be able to make up for that loss production, it's got to come from somewhere. Either your defense has got to be a little bit better, your special teams need to be a little bit more consistent, perhaps some more explosive plays in the return game. That's a big if. Let's think about this for a second. In the Dabo Sweeney era, really my only complaint would be the uniforms. And he's gotten better there in recent years. White helmet, focus, chrome, focus. combat. No, I'm just saying. Not going down that road today, Roy. Not doing that. That would be one complaint. I mean, that's just one. The other semi-issue would be, tell me the last great returner Clemson football has had returning punts and kicks. Like, when is that component of the game really mm-hmm. been? I, I, granted here, we're, we're splitting hairs, and we're as nitpicky as humanly possible. But when's the last time this program's had an elite returner? Gosh. We're, we're, we're talking special teams, right? It's a big part of it. When's the last time they've had a great returner? Uh, C.J. Spiller. C.J. Spiller. Yeah. That's really, I mean, T.J. Green, Artavis Scott, Adam Humphreys. Sammy Watkins did it for a while, but, you know, still, I don't know that was necessarily his uh, strong point. No, it wasn't. You remember on a punt, he would fill the ball high like he, it was a pass? He, yeah, he would catch it almost like a baseball or something. It was a little different. The frustrating thing about that air, uh, area has been, you know there are guys that have all kind of explosiveness to return it, 
I mean, they're built for that, but then they can't catch the ball. And then you got you have guys who are sure-handed and can catch the ball, but they don't have that quick elusiveness. Like Sammy Watkins could catch the ball, but he didn't have sometimes. He actually he did he struggled with it at times too, but he didn't really have that first step to make that you've got to have as a punt returner. You know, get him in the open field, get him on a straight line, and game over. But you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. You've like. Uh, Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Well, I mean Ray Ray McLeod, for instance. I mean he's he has the moves once he gets the ball in his hands to do that. He couldn't catch the ball. Um, you know Hunter Renfro can catch the ball. I don't know that that's necessarily the guy you want back there taking a beating and uh, you know potentially getting blown up on special teams. Think about what this staff has said. First off, in the return game, let's let's go here. Let, let let's wrap up that portion of it. The greatest returner I've ever seen here is not C.J. Spiller. It was actually Justin Miller. That was the first name that actually came to my mind. Miller had this uncanny ability to hit the hole at the exact right moment, especially on kickoff returns, and put so much pressure Mm. on opposing kickoff teams. He was a game changer just by having the threat of him on the field. I'll never forget that game in Tallahassee. 2004, uh, Clemson really should have gotten blown out that day. He takes two kickoffs back for touchdowns and nearly had a third. He almost returned three kickoffs for touchdowns in one game against 2004 Florida State, which was still pretty salty. He actually tripped up over a blade of grass at Doe Campbell instead of taking that third one back. The other two, he was basically untouched because he would hit the hole at the right time and he could just time it out in his brain. He had pretty good speed and he was never shy when it came to physicality in football. You know, Justin Miller would get after you. If you were a receiver cutting across the middle of the field, you were going to get decked, and you knew it. He was a very physical player, and I think that that resonated very well in the kickoff return game as well because he wasn't scared to to always be in attack mode. So that was part of it. His instincts were good. His speed was good. His athleticism was good, but he was a physical player. I would argue he's even better than C.J. Spiller. And speaking of arguing, Mike in Clemson says you can stop saying arguably about the greatest player in Clemson history when talking about D.W. Ford. Noted, Mike. I'm with you. That's part of it, too. I, I, I get it. Miller, I thought, was better than Spiller, even though Spiller was a more explosive player. And and Miller's been a part of the staff a little bit at times this decade, doing some things, helping out. And, you know, I'm I'm sure he's trying to instill, he's tried to instill some of, you know, his thoughts in the return game to the prior, you know, kick returners with this program. But it hasn't happened. Like that, the Miller, Spiller, Derek Hamilton, Jacoby Ford era, in the return game has dissipated. Recently, we've heard the Clemson offensive coaches talk about our most important component in the return game, especially as it pertains to punt returns, is catching the ball because the last thing we want to do is steal an at-bat from Deshaun Watson. And that that makes a lot of sense when you think about it like that because you don't want you don't you don't want to not have possessions because you're putting a more explosive player out there that's prone to fumbleitis. Right. That would be awful, right? It's worse than an interception because the field position is going to be worse and you're coming off of obviously just stopping the opponent's offense. You think you're about to get the ball and all of a sudden you give them right back. It's so fumbling a punt. I would rather throw an interception any day than fumble a punt return because it is, it is such a momentum swinger. 
It's it, a backbreaker. It's like a double turnover. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh, Tommy Bowden would call it a, you know, it, it counts double. <laughs> <laughs> Why do all of, all of our double conversations come back to T-Bow? Well, you know, it's an Atlantic division game, so it really counts it's as double the balls. points. Double the points. Yeah. It's a conference game and it's a divisional game. It's double the points. <laughs> that Thanks, still coach. confuses people even today. It does. Um, yeah, and the thing about the returner, too, it's more than just catching. It's more than speed. There is a... Uh, there is just a, a sixth sense about what to do there. You know, the, like Devin Hester was this way. Uh, uh, I mean, you can think of a lot of guys where it's not about running wide open all the time. You 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 almost bait the opponent into, well, I you think you have the angle on me because I'm really running about three-quarter speed, and I know when to slow down, and then I know when to turn it off turn it on to make you miss your you know your pursuit angles and that's you know Devin Hester I mean he's a fast guy really fast guy but he doesn't always like run into the sideline that's not always where he was running wide open um and I think there's guys on the roster that have that ability but the number one thing you have to do is catch the ball and you have to do that just fearlessly not always an easy task especially if you're talking about a game that uh, is is pressure packed, and a, a playoff berth is at stake. And and honestly, in the month of November, that's what you're playing for each and every year. The last couple of seasons here. All right, first hour continues. We'll go over the depth chart. We'll give you some more details on Clemson in terms of its specialty teams coming into this fall. We'll get to that and more, including your phone calls six five four seven six two seven. After this. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets Loco Mart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at Loco Mart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make. Loco Mart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try one of the $4 breakfast biscuit combos today. When you've been in business almost 100 years, you've been doing something right. Since 1917, the key to Harbin Lumber's success has rested on its hardworking employees, people just like you, providing top lumber, building supplies, and contract services. You can be confident in customer service and support you can trust for your project, whether construction or large remodeling jobs. Call 353-5053. Find us on Facebook or online at harbinlumber.com. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. I'm George Jeffries, local GM of Metal Building Supply. As part of Mesco Building Solutions and NCI, we're the Southeast premier supplier of metal building components and pre-engineered building systems. We have an 18,000 square foot facility, and we bring in inventory and special orders every Friday. Call 295-0506 or come by 1500 Elrod Road in Piedmont. Whether it's a 30 by 40 for your shop or 100,000 square feet for your business, we have over 40 years of experience to put to work for you. 
Imagine the warm sun, the cool spray, and a hot new Sea-Doo watercraft to speed into summer. With models starting at $52.99, our Sea-Doo lineup ranges from family to ferocious. Head to Foothills Motorsports right off I-85 in Piedmont, South Carolina now to purchase yours during our Ready to Ride event, and you will get a rebate of up to $500 on select 2016 models. The fun starts at Foothills Motorsports. Summer's almost here. Where is your Sea-Doo? Other conditions and restrictions may apply. See dealer for details. Rely on EnviroMulch. They supply quality landscape supplies for any outdoor project. Their spring special, get double ground hardwood mulch for a dollar off per yard. Ordered online with promo code WCCP. No other discounts apply. From your friends at EnviroMulch, go Tigers! Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. And now back to Roy and Ben. All right, first half of the show continues. Ben Milstead, Roy Philpot hanging out. Daniel Shirley joins us in about 25 minutes. Talking some Clemson football here in our first segment. Text coming in, pouring in, in fact. Stop talking about Watson. Let it go. He's gone every show right now, harping on Deshaun Watson. My response would be, you shut your mouth when you're texting us. Ding, we'll, ding, ding. I mean, we'll continue to talk about Deshaun. There's nothing wrong with that. And, in fact, we're talking about life after Deshaun. What needs to happen to be able to make up for that loss of offensive production, which is significant? Why wouldn't we be talking about this here in the last day of May? Honestly. Well, yeah, why wouldn't we? And, I mean, even if you come up with a good reason, I'm still not. <laughs> I mean, the fact that it, the fact that he is not here is significant. It's a huge uh, factor going into this season. I, I, that's you, you know, you're that's probably the guy that you know somebody passes away. I don't go to the funeral. I mean, he, you know, he's gone. Let's forget about him. Don't ever mention it again. Come on, man. That's pretty rough. <laughs> that was pretty rough. Yeah, let's don't let's don't remember anyone. You notice how whenever when somebody dies, they're always a good person. They're always a great person. Why is that? Not, I've never been to a funeral like he's a scum of the earth. Right I know there. <laughs> it never happens. Uh, another story for another day. First hour brought to you by Omaha Steaks. OmahaSteaks.com is where you need to go right now to get the Father's Day package. And we're talking about saving you up to eighty percent off. Forty nine ninety nine gets you all the following goodies, and you know the drill by now. The two fillets, the two bold beefy top sirloins, the four crispy chicken fried steaks, the four juicy boneless pork chops, all beef Omaha steak burgers, four four award winning gourmet jumbo freaks, twelve ounces of all beef meatballs, a pound of steakhouse fries, four made from scratch caramel apple tartlets, the Omaha steak seasoning packet, and of course the magic number four. Get four additional burgers free. A limited time package right now. OmahaSteaks.com. All you have to do is type in ROY in the search bar and add the Father's Day package to your cart. That's add Roy in the search bar at OmahaSteaks.com. Get the Father's Day package. 49 bucks. It's 80% off. It's going to feed you and the fam for a couple of days. That's how much food is crammed into this Father's Day package. Dad's going to love it. What a great idea. Beef is aged 21 days to unlock the full flavors of all the cuts. It's veggies, it's pork, it's it's whatever you want. They've got it. Omahasteaks.com, enter the code ROY in the search bar. You are locked, loaded, ready to go for Father's Day. And yes, it is that simple. That kind of stung you a little bit, the talk on Deshaun. It had to. I mean, it kind of stung me when I saw it. What do you mean we can't talk about Deshaun? Like it's a sin. Right. 
I mean, good grief, guys. He's been gone for two months. Can't believe you're still harping on him. So, so what? He's still playing for the Houston Texans. Don't so, put his name number in the ring of honor. He's gone. Six five four seven six two seven. Bill and Fair play up with us first today. Bill, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Phil. Hey, listen, it's, uh, timing is everything. Uh, I'm glad you gave the uh, Omaha Steak uh, advertisement because I got it last year, and I'm buying three this afternoon, one for me for my own Father's Day and two for my two kids for their Father's Days. You can't beat it with a stick. <laughs> That's but, what I'm talking about. I'll tell you why. Yeah, I'll tell you why I called. I, you can talk about the show and all you want because he's the best thing that ever hit the hit the Death Valley. But on on the other hand, I think my theory is that the punting game has always been in favor of Deshaun. You hit it on the head when you said the last thing you want to do is not give him an at bat. Every time he gets the ball, we march we march down the field or at least get in field goal range or get in a good punting range to to change field position. You know, so maybe now it's time to start working on a uh, on a, a guy to return punts. But for the past three years, he's been golden. He has been golden. You know, the best part about what Deshaun did here, we're talking about him again, is you know what, Bill? After every single time another team captured momentum, I, I would venture to guess 95% of the following possessions, Deshaun Watson and Clemson's offense responded with a score. And probably nine times out of ten in those circumstances, that score was a touchdown. So, I mean, it was he was as dynamic there as any player that we've ever seen here. But now that he's gone, the return game that I'm talking about, that you're talking about, needs to come more into focus because that ability to do that has now dissipated, we think. And so those hidden yards that you lose with number four playing for Houston need to be made up somewhere. Maybe the defense can do it, maybe not, or maybe the special teams can help you out as well. Agree, uh, agree, one hundred and ten percent. If he didn't get a field goal, didn't get a touchdown, at least most of the time it would be four and out. But it, but it would be down, you know, where you'd end up punting the ball anyway. So you know, you you change the field position and, and away you go. So um, I agree. We gotta we gotta start getting some yards out of that. And I think on kickoffs too. Um, I think we've shored up the defensive side pretty good with that last year. Now it's time to turn it on from back there. Bill, we're with you. Appreciate the phone call and your thoughts. C.J. Fuller almost had this colossal moment in the national championship oh, game. Shoestring tackle. But now we say that you probably didn't want to give the football back to Alabama's offense had he scored on that play. What we're talking about on Clemson's final possession, the Renfro touchdown with one second remaining. C.J. Fuller, with just over two minutes and ten seconds left, Breaks free for a split second. Everybody loses their crap, if you know what I mean, on the broadcast because it looked like he had a path to the end zone. A shoestring tackle. All that was left between him and the goal line was the kicker. And we felt pretty good about C.J. Fuller's chances there, provided the shoestring tackle didn't occur. So in a weird way, at least we can point back to the end of last year and say, well, there were moments where the return game came into focus. And, and look, I can I can think off the top of my head to other singular singular instances where good things happen in the return game. Adam Humphreys returned a, a punt for a touchdown against Louisville in that game in Death Valley 2014, I believe it was, mm-hmm. when the offense couldn't get going and Watson was out with the injury. He Watson, had the touchdown return. Yeah, Watson broke his hand in that game, and that was uh, 
Was that? I think that was Clemson's only touchdown in the game. I believe it I think was. It was a touchdown and like three field goals. Or well, something. they had they had a touchdown. I think they had a defensive touchdown, and that was it. Yeah, you may be right. Uh, that was that was a that was a big touchdown. Artavis Scott had a pretty big return. It seems like in one of the playoff games, it may have been uh, the Oklahoma game, or it may have been even the first national championship game out in Glendale against Bama where he brought it back close to midfield, where it felt like the other team. So yeah. there's, there's been patches where that special team's play has been decent, and the return game in particular has been decent. But the threat with a dynamic athlete back there has not been there. If you're Dabo, do you consider the Ray-Ray McLeod possibility this year, knowing that maybe he doesn't catch it as cleanly all the time? I mean, can you really afford to do that? Ray-Ray, I actually was back there last year 21 times uh, and had a long of 74 yards last year. I don't remember that. I don't remember what game that was in. Uh, Now, he didn't return it for a touchdown. Right. Oh, that's the one that he dropped the ball in the goal line, right? Remember, was that that was last season where he goes into the end zone and releases the ball? Oh, released the ball early. Yeah, that's that's, right. That's exactly so. Well, you kind of did have a touchdown that you did, did that. Right. <laughs> Except for that. <laughs> Except for that issue, right, which was pretty significant at the time. I, I still say the guy that I want to see that I think could own that position, I'd, you've seen him in kickoff, I, I think that's Tavian Feaster. I mean, I, he's got the tools to do that. He's got to catch the ball. Um, He's got that explosiveness. He's He's got the size for it. He gets in. He gets an open field. He's not going to be tackled, but he's got to catch the ball. Uh, he had seven kickoff returns last year for 141 yards. You know, not horrible. But Artavis Scott took the majority of those on kickoff, and uh, and then Tavian was not in there, or at least did not ever field a punt return last year. Feaster initially looked tentative to me in the return game in the early part of last season. Yeah. Now, I, I think he's grown up since then, and we expect that to continue now as a sophomore. And it sounds like the staff has been backing him for the most part since his arrival on campus. He's he stayed hungry. He stayed humble. Didn't complain about the lack of carries. Didn't come in with a five-star attitude or anything like that. He's got all kinds of potential. I, I don't know that his career started the way that we envisioned, but I also don't think that that's necessarily important for what's to come for number 28, a.k.a. Tavian Feaster. It's very unusual to look down the stats from last year, knowing that this team won a national championship, and see zeros on touchdowns in the punt return and kickoff category. I bet you would be hard-pressed. You'd probably have to go a long way to find the last national champion who did not score on special teams. That's that's almost like a a, a the hallmark of a national championship team. It feels like. Well, I mean, it should be the hallmark of this team next season if if you plan on being in the picture for a national championship. That's kind of the whole point of this conversation. So, I mean, when we went over the depth chart on offense and on defense, and we rave about the potential defensively for this team, and we wonder about what's going on a quarterback with this team, all those things are great, but in reality. How much of any of that really matters if the special teams don't give you more of a punch? All right, let's start with this. You mentioned Will Spires, and then we'll get back to the return game in a minute. Spires taking over, we believe, 
exited spring practice as the starting punter. 6'5", 230, redshirt freshman. Uh, the bloodlines obviously are there with his dad, who has been on the staff more, more or less in an administrative capacity, but played Major League Baseball and also was a punter here back in the mid-1980s uh, when Danny Ford's club was in a pinch. 6'5", 230. The ball sounds different off the leg of Will Spires than the other punters. Leg strength has never been the issue. The get-off time and making sure the ball is released quickly so that you're not endangering your special team's punting unit uh, with, with the potential of a block kick, that was something that was always kind of the bugaboo with Will Spires. Apparently, that's gotten better. Looked better in spring practice. He exits spring as the starting punter. I anticipate that he's the starting punter here for the next three to four seasons. And I anticipate, Ben, that he's also going to be a weapon. So I... Let, let, let's get him acclimated first in these first couple of games. You got Auburn and then at Louisville, obviously, those first couple of weeks after Kent State. Let's get him acclimated first. But I, I think he gives you more potential than what Teasdall did, who had his moments at times, both good and bad. Leg strength wasn't, you know, booming. I think Spires long-term is going to be a better option for you. And I'm quietly optimistic with what he's going to be able to do this fall. Me too, and just and be consistent. Let let me if I'm a on the staff, I know what you're going to give me when I send you out there. If I need it, if I you know, I need a I need a 48 yard punt. I know that's what I'm going to get. And you you might be a little longer, a little bit shorter, but that's basically what you're what you're going to give me. Give me that. Um, my my focus still is more on the return game because I, right or wrong, I mean Will Spires is my punter. I'm I'm not even worried about it now. Well, not as worried about it. Now. I'm not either. Yeah. I, I'm not either, and I, I think we're kind of on the same page. And I think most people that have followed the program are kind of right there with us as well. So you want to talk about that in our next segment? Let's do it. Six five four seven six two seven six five four roar. Cornell Powell was a dynamic kick returner in high school, says Kenny on Twitter a couple of minutes back. He was. That could be an option as well. And physically, Cornell Powell passes every single eye test known to man going back to before the start of his senior season in high school. He could be another quality option back there that I want to talk more about coming up in our second hour. Yeah, and then uh, on Twitter and one on the text line, both both saying Tanner Muse is a big body guy and he's really, really fast. Can he catch it? Can he catch it? That's what I, you know, I would not be shocked to see a guy like that at least get some looks and practice to see what he, what he can do. You never know. Um, but you, you saw how fast he, I mean, you, you were able to see how fast he was at the end of the year and you feel good enough about him that you put him back there at safety. So maybe he's another guy that you know, at least give him a look. Saw more about it coming up. And a lot more to get into in our second hour as well. Daniel Shirley joins us in about 20 minutes. Sports editor of the Macon Telegraph, ESPN, came out with a couple of press releases today concerning the future of college game day. I'm going to give you some notes on that. Many people around here care about such things. We do as well. We'll talk about that coming up in our second 60 minutes plus your phone calls. Also, what's happening at Kicker and with the kickoff team? we got some people calling in right now about some of those concerns. We'll get to those as well. Uh, Mike will join us next on the phones. Hang tight through the break, Mike. We're back with your phone call. 